In today's show, we've got news about, wait for it, drink prices increase at Ogus Cantina at Disneyland Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Could we be next? Oh, God, yes. Uh, Kevin Feige is developing a new Star Wars movie. More Maleficent Mayhem coming to Disneyland Resort. Meetups, trivia, and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks, a podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, everybody. How are you doing tonight, Tony? I'm doing good. Doing very, very Excellent. good. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, and for those of you who are watching live, which, by the way, you can watch every Monday night live at 8 p.m. Eastern time on uh, Disney Parks Podcast over here on Facebook. If Tony starts swatting around like he's got a, an incurable case of Tourette's, there's a gnat in the room <laughs> that is now his sworn mortal enemy. He's and dead we'll to me. The, and he will be dead. We hope. Yeah. We hope real soon. Yeah. Uh, good. I'm glad you're doing well. I'm well as is as well. That's too many wells in yeah. a sentence, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, uh, let me talk about uh, what I did Friday. Please do. Uh, I went to go see uh, Tony Baxter. Uh, give a little chit chat. It was almost like an hour and a half, almost an hour and forty five. Uh, yeah. He did, yeah. Did a great presentation. It's weird. He. Him and Bob, they seem to talk about the same things all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, these are the great things I've done, you know. But Tony did uh, bring some things that I, we have not, I've not seen ever before. Uh, this was, uh, it was put on by the Carrollwood uh, Society, the Carrollwood uh, Pacific Society. So what they do is they uh, support uh, Walt's Barn in Griffith Park, which is a great place. It's the actual barn. It's not a replica of said barn. Uh, they actually got it from the Bur- uh, I think it was his Burbank house, and they put it up in uh, the bon- in in Griffith Park. And it's got all this great uh, Disney train stuff in it. Uh, it's got Legend Awards in it. It's a great place to go visit. And the Carroll Society really does a lot of uh, good things. And uh, every year, uh, once a year, they have what they call their unmeeting. They don't want to be, you know, an organization that has a, a meeting every year. So they call it the unmeeting. And they, they, they do great events every year. Yeah. Uh, and it's put on uh, by Michael Brogy, who is Roger Brogy's son, who rode Walt's train in Walt's backyard. And he has great stories by himself. But then he brings somebody like Tony Baxter to these events. And then you're getting, you know, two legends. And uh, that who also attended was Terry Hardin. So it was a threefer. I mean, Terry didn't speak or do anything, but Terry was there, you know, talking to everybody and chit-chatting. So it was a threefer uh, event. Nice. Uh, And uh, part of it, part of the uh, thing that Tony did was um, with uh, Steve Vaganini, who used to work for D23 of the Archives, who is now uh, working at um, uh, Walt Disney World Imagineering. and it was it was nice to see him, and he was, you know, you've probably seen him at D- Destination D and all kinds of other Disney events doing presentations. So it was nice to see him up there with Tony Chit Chat. But yeah, it was great stuff. Uh, he brought some things that I had not seen before, which were very cool to see. That's excellent. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, yeah. I would tell you go sign up uh, and go become a member. It's cheap uh, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Good, good, good. Uh, well, we uh, we didn't do a ton f- on the weekend. We we had yeah. a get together with some friends. We're we're yeah. relocating, uh, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. Uh, so we uh, we had a little get together with friends. So that was fun. And uh, and then yesterday we didn't do very much. Yeah. So I didn't do a ton this weekend. So I'm a horrible Disney fan. One thing that we both Tony and I did do this week is we did get a chance to ride the Skyliner. Yes. Uh, so that was great. Uh, mm-hmm. Two thumbs up from us, I think, would be the uh, the right way to say that. Uh, two gondolas up. Yeah. Two yes. vents up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so uh so yeah it was cool i yeah. i enjoyed it uh luckily we went at night yeah uh which was much cooler mm-hmm. uh so that was wonderful uh yeah. and if you're a patreon you're gonna get a whole show about it so uh yeah absolutely. good reason to sign up for a patreon if you want to hear all the details of that yeah absolutely go check that out at uh patreon.com slash disney parks podcast we'll talk about that in a minute uh so yeah so let's go ahead and get to why will my ipad not i need to flip this thing around and it won't flip flip dang you i, I, don't, I don't think screaming the word flip at it helps yes yes it does tony <laughs> you don't understand everything works better when you yell at it oh <laughs> that's, that's, damn you fly get away that's what my dad said <laughs> all right cool uh, all right. So before we uh, get into it, I want to do a shout out for our show sponsor, which is Destinations to Travel. Uh, Destinations to Travel is, is your one stop shop for all your travel needs. If you're going to a cruise or you want to do a European or uh, you want to go to the east, the far east, the Middle East, uh, East L.A., I don't know where you want to go, but uh, Destinations to, tra- to Travel can get you there. Uh, if you want to do the whirlwind around the world Disney vacation, they can help you with that too. Uh, and I know a lot of people who watch and listen to the podcast like to do their own train, uh, do their own travel planning. And guys, I, I'm not telling you not to do that, but what I am encouraging you to do is to, to get in touch with our friends and let them help you through some of the uh, the planning, because you never know when you're going to find yourself needing a travel planner and you're going to be unable to. Um, to really get yourself out of a sticky wicket. Trust me, I've been that guy standing uh, at the hotel lobby at 3 o'clock in the morning, uh, and they're trying to solve an issue, and two hours later, I finally got it sorted out. I wasn't able to call the travel planner and say, hey, fix this for me. Uh, so uh, go check them out, uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two, travel. Uh, that's DisneyParksPodcast.com, the letter D, the number two, travel. Uh, complete a little quick form, and someone from Destination to Travel will get in touch with you. Uh, they're uh, an amazing group of people, and it doesn't cost you a dime. So what do you have to lose? Nothing, my friends. Go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two travel, for our friends and your friends at Destinations to Travel. Yeah. we. Uh, I should mention we are going to have a contest coming up. They uh, were nice enough to give us uh, three food and wine gift cards, you know, little wristlets. Uh, oh, nice. with uh, twenty dollars on each, so you can go, uh, food and way food and drink yourself around, uh, Epcot. So nice. Look out for that. Well, maybe I'll put that in the newsletter and get that out tomorrow. Awesome. Well, uh, there's nothing else we can do, my friend, but get into the, the news. news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Well, all right, everybody. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this, but drink prices at Oga's Cantina at Disneyland Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Now, this is just at Disneyland for now. Right. The prices are going up. Well, there's nobody there, so we can raise the price to whatever we want. <laughs> well, I mean, we've you know we're we're pretty stuck here because it yeah. Oga's Cantina is always packed on our end of the. Mm. Our end of the country. Well, so yeah, I, we can't get in there till March. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I, talk to me. I've got I've got some news about that. Yeah. Uh, but, so anyway, uh, if you're planning on vacationing to Disneyland, uh, that includes a stop at Ogus Cantina at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. You may want to bring a few extra bucks with you, or galactic credits, whatever. Uh, it's being reported that uh, drink prices have uh, been raised this week at Disney's Ogus Cantina, Disneyland, excuse me, uh, to match the beverage prices at its Walt Disney World counterpart. Oh, so our prices are already too high. Prices on cocktails and beer have risen by a dollar, and signature cocktails served in collectible mugs have been uh, added uh, $3 to uh, their price tags. Hmm. The Ranker Beer Flight Souvenir Board with four teeth, beer sampler initially priced at $75 has now been raised to a lovely $85. Oga's Cantina, uh, Oga, excuse me, overall Oga's Cantina drink prices have been raised six to 13%. Uh, prices remain unchanged for most of the non-alcoholic beverages. Hmm. Uh, 
Ogas at Ogas except for the Cliff Dweller because it's in a souvenir pork mug. The new price of the citrus-based Cliff Dweller is now a thirty-five dollars. Nice. So, there you go, kids. Disney's raising prices. Yikes. Yeah, good for them. Raising prices, good. raising fun. <laughs> I'm so happy for them. I just raise those prices, kids. I am a I am a, a, a shareholder. Jack them up. Yeah. <laughs> That's sarcasm, kids. Yeah, exactly. Hey, a uh, big uh, story on the Internet uh, lately has been that uh, there's uh, allegedly now this is not confirmed by Disney. So don't get upset or don't do rash things quite yet. But don't go the, crazy. Yeah. There's been some policy for the outside vendors delivery procedure at Walt Disney World has changed yet again. Now, remember, they went through this a couple of years ago where they made a list of uh, stroller uh, uh, e- EVCs and grocery people that were only authorized uh, to deliver uh, to uh, Bell Services. Now, according to a new stroller, spe- uh, a new story, specific stroller company has mentioned that customers uh, who have placed a stroller reservation before November second, uh, twenty nineteen, for travel, uh, or after November second, uh, will be able to pick up their rentals. Uh, at Walt Disney World Resort uh, luggage room, Bell Services as usual. Uh, for stroller rentals placed after November second, twenty nineteen, customers will have the choice to either pick up and return the rented strollers uh, from their stroller rental store, which is at the airport or off property by Universal. Uh, so, or they can make arrangements to actually meet. And greet the delivery person at a very specific time at the resort. And then they will give you a stroller. And then when you want to return it, you will have to make the same arrangement to meet and greet the driver and hand them the stroller. You cannot leave it with Bell Services. That's the new uh, policy that's gotten everybody uh, ruffled. Mm. Uh, So uh, there was another uh, scooter rental company who said... Their team is still working with Disney on the specifics regarding this policy. And at this time, they've not heard from Disney. There's not been a, a, an official change of policy. So, you know, don't go crazy. Now, our friends at Magic Strollers and Owner Lockers are saying it's, it's still status quo. They're still an authorized provider. They can drop it at Bell Services. And you can get it from Bell Services. That's what they posted on Facebook, that uh, Magic Strollers and Owner Lockers are Mm -hmm. still okay. Now, I believe that Disney is probably going to make a policy change because there's just not enough space anymore. You know, between groceries, strollers, EVCs, if you go to the Contemporary on any given day and you walk to the right to, like, go to the ballroom, there is literally... 20, 30 EVCs lined up. They can't even fit them all in the room anymore. And they just line them up outside. So I think that they're going to uh, make this change. I think they're going to limit them or just, you know, say these three companies can, everybody else is, no. You know, I, I, I think that's going to happen. Yeah, I think, I think they'll try to accommodate the three Usual suspects, if I can yeah. use that phrase yeah. in the kindest way. Right. But I, I think that uh, it's becoming such a, a little bit of a problem mm-hmm. that eventually Disney will say, okay, no, you're just going to have to meet your guy here. Yes. Yeah. They're taking a lot of liability for sure. storing EVCs in general. Yeah. So and Disney doesn't want that. Plus, Disney doesn't want to store uh, anything that's not Disney. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. not helpful for Disney. Yeah. Uh, so. And here's the other thing. They're not making any money off for any of that. Correct. Correct. <laughs> now, I can see Disney saying, okay, fine. If you want to store it here, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's $25 a day or $15 a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could drop it off and we'll store it for you, but it's going to be $15. Yeah. Or and, it'll be $10 an hour. Yeah. Or I can uh, see Disney getting into the business of saying, hey, we have our own strollers that you can now take outside of the park to your resort on the bus 
you know, and then return to the resort and then Disney will scoot them around to wherever they need them, you know, wherever the inventory is needed. I could definitely see them getting into that business easily. Yeah, no offense to all our friends who run stroller companies, but I'm shocked that Disney hasn't done that already. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, you can rent a stroller for your length of stay. I mean, you have to get it from the park, but if you need to get from your room to uh, a park, I can see them even doing that. Right. You know, uh, yeah. remember they were doing that, doing that test in uh, Epcot with the different strollers. Mm-hmm. Could be uh, what's coming on the horizon. We never know. Never know. All right. Hey, last week we had a, a trivia question, which was what company was the original sponsor of the land in Epcot? When it Kmart. <laughs> you know, you should have said Torjay. <laughs> Uh, the correct answer was Kraft. Remember wow. Kraft, Kraft cheese, Kraft singles, yeah. all that yeah, stuff. I, I yeah. do remember that. I was yeah. just being funny. Yeah. Uh, so the winner uh, is Enrique, and uh, as we like to say, it's uh, in the mail. Enrique Iglesias listens yes. to this show. Yes. <laughs> hey, man, I knew that we were popular. Right. I had no idea that the King of Suave himself listened to the show. <laughs> Enrique, I love Enrique. your music, man. Yeah. All right. Hey, this may be a tough question. Uh, if you've never been there, you may have to Googles. Uh, mm-hmm. In Tokyo, Disneyland, there's a train. It makes one stop and one stop only, Mr. Fasuli. What? <laughs> what's the stop that it makes? <laughs> Tell us where the Tokyo Disneyland train makes its one stop. Uh, if you know the answer, send it to Disney Parks Podcast at, at gmail.com. And I should mention, get your answers in by Saturday night because I start doing the work on the show on Sunday and I usually have a winner picked uh, by uh, Sunday afternoon. So if you're not in by Saturday night, you're, you're, you're probably out of the running. Yep. So should mention yep. that. Uh, all right. One of the things that we get to do every week is we get to do two special shows for our Patreons. Uh, we do one live and we do one recorded. It's our extra magic hour and our extra, extra magic hour show. And, uh, we do that because our Patreons help, uh, well, literally keep the lights on. Uh, they help us with, uh, supporting the show with our hosting. And sometimes we need new equipment. Uh, and if you like what we're doing here, if you want to get behind, uh, the Disney Parks Podcast, the best way to do that is to go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast and sign up to be one of our Patreons. We have a tremendous reward system at every tier, uh, but if you want to see the uh, the special shows, you have to get in at the $5 or more level, and I highly encourage you to do that. It's 5 bucks or 10 bucks a month that you'll barely miss, and you're going to get a boatload of content uh, at your disposal to listen to and Enjoy. Right. Uh, all right. So, a news that made everybody kind of turn their head just a little bit. Uh, Kevin Feige, who is kind of the mastermind of of Marvel Cinematic Universe, has decided I don't have enough on my plate. <laughs> I'm going. Please, to Mr. Iger, can I get more work? <laughs> I'm going to develop a brand new Star Wars movie. Right. Uh, it's being uh, reported now that the president of Marvel Studios is a huge Star Wars fan, and everybody wants to get in on that hot Star Wars action. Uh, and so Kevin Feige now will be developing a new Star Wars movie after being approached by Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy. I'm going to stop right here and go off. Mm-hmm. Disney owns two Kamehameha franchises. Yeah. One is Marvel and one is Lucasfilm. Of the two franchises, which is doing well and which is dying a slow, violent death? Right. So somebody somewhere said, guys, let's get Kevin Feige to do a Star Wars series. Right. And then it'll just kick off through the roof. Right. So according to The Hollywood Reporter, a meeting took place in late summer with Feige, Kennedy, Alan Horn, and Alan Bergman, uh, the Walt Disney Studios co-chairman, chief a creative officer. Uh, I was going to say, who's Bergman? I know the other players. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I read that wrong. Alan Horn and Alan Bergman, period. Okay. Uh, Walt Disney Studios chief 
creative wall, uh, uh, co-chairman, chief creative officer is Alan Horn. He's in charge of all the movies. Yes, right. Uh, and Alan said this about the meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were excited about the projects that Kathy and the Lucasfilm team are working on. That is a bold-faced lie. Uh, not only in terms of Star Wars, but also Indiana Jones and reaching into their parts of the company, including Children of Blood and Bone, with Emma Watts and Fox. With the close of the Skywalker saga, Kathy is pursuing a new era in Star Wars storytelling. And knowing what a diehard fan Kevin is, it just made sense that these two extraordinary producers could marry technology and storytelling into a new Star Wars film together. I added a little bit. That's their new favorite word, storytelling. Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker, and and in true Disney fashion, they tagged on something that doesn't make a difference to the story. Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker debuts in theaters on December 20th, 2019, Mm -hmm. and will be the last installment of the Skywalker saga that was begun by George Lucas in 1977. Mm. Uh, I think that Kevin Feige, if he can put a good team around to do this, does well. Uh, if he can add on another movie, maybe maybe we get two Marvel movies that year, and, and then we get the Star Wars movie. Right. Mm. Uh, but the man's got a lot on his plate, and I don't want him to die because all his movies have been great. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was there was that one that wasn't all that great, <laughs> but but I brain Brie Larson. John John. John there I said it. No 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 no. <laughs> Captain Marvel is not my favorite yeah. Disney. Movie. Yeah. All right. All right, moving on. Uh, there's more Maleficent mayhem coming to Disneyland Resort uh, with Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, hitting mm-hmm. theaters soon. <laughs> uh, the folks at Disneyland Resort are gearing up and getting ready, so don't miss out on their experience encounters of this honored fairy. As a reminder, the Sunset Showcase Theater will be hosting a sneak peek of the new film. Each evening, following a daily performance of Mickey's Philomagic in Disney's uh, California Adventure. Uh, then at Ellis and Company uh, in California Adventure uh, and the Emporium in Disneyland Park. Look for new Maleficent tees and accessories starting September 30th. Uh, also in Disneyland, uh, Maleficent might be spotted near Sleeping Beauty's Castle. Post- what? Posting for pictures. Nice. <laughs> Dogs are excited. <laughs> and then at night, stop by the Villains Dance Party at Tomorrowland Terrace, where you may encounter Maleficent, Dr. Facilier, or even Captain Cook. At California Adventure and Downtown Disney, there will soon be some new photo walls where guests can spread their wings and pose like Maleficent for social media worthy pictures. Uh, it is also still not enough Maleficent, uh, Maleficent for you. Take in Sleeping Beauty Castle walkthrough dioramas or close out your night with Phantasmic, where she transforms into a 45 foot fire breathing dragon. Say that 10 times fast. Yeah. So there, take that Maleficent. Just not enough Maleficent to go around. And <laughs> and let me ask you a question. Mm. They've changed how we say their name. Is it? We say Maleficent. Yeah. I heard a Disney exec the other day say oh, it, and they say Maleficent. Maleficent? They're, they're trying to take out the Maleficent, like malicious, mm. to Maleficent. It sounds a little different because she's not as malevolent as we all think she is. Which I think is crap. Anyway. Well, you change that in Webster's Dictionary, and I'll <laughs> say it any way you want. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, staying out in Disneyland, the Disneyland Resort president, Josh DeMauro, is heading to Walt Disney World. Welcome, my friends. Welcome to well, Walt Disney World. Uh, and there's even more changes coming. Oh, uh, yes. Wakanda forever. Uh, Disneyland Resort president, Josh DeMauro, announced on Instagram this morning, what on Instagram? Yeah. Is it really that yes. now? We can't mm-hmm. make a press release. You just have to put it out on social media. Uh, that he is going to be leaving Anaheim to become the president of Walt Disney Resort. 
Uh, he said, I cannot express how magical this experience has been, but all of the things, uh, it's the people that I will miss uh, most of all. The amazing cast, our wonderful guests, and our incredible pass holders. It truly takes people to make the dream a reality. Magic has a name. It is all of you. Uh, Damaro will transition into his new role over the next few weeks. Uh, Rebecca Campbell uh, will move into the role of Disneyland Resort President. Both will assume their new roles in November. Current Walt Disney World President George Caligridis has been promoted to be the president of Disney Segment Development and Enrichment, where he will also oversee the Disney Institute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney Parks Chairman Bob Chappick said of his promotion, George really wants to make sure he's doing everything he can for that segment. Caligridis took the reins at Walt Disney World in 2013 and has been with the company almost 50 years. Uh, the change comes two days after the elimination of Kathleen Powell's position uh, 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 as president of Disney Parks Western Region. Mm-hmm. She took the hit for uh, attendance. She's the scapegoat for attendance issues. She, uh, yeah, she took that hit. She took it right on the head. She took <laughs> it right in the teeth. Yeah. Uh, I am sorry to see George go. I, I think George has had a good run. Uh, I think Chappick named him the uh, Walt Disney World 50th anniversary ambassador or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, he's been at Disney World since 1971. He's one of the opening day cast members. Yep. Uh, and I don't think, um, I don't, there's still a, a very large group of them, but still, I think, I think he wanted to see the 50th come under his reign. And I think Chappick just squashed that for him. So they, they said, well, right, we'll make you the ambassador, you know, you go do that. And then, you know, it's on to other things. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, I still hark back to the uh, day that we had that meet and greet at the uh, house of blues. Uh, I was just telling that story again the other day. One of, <laughs> and what's coming, George? Boo! Yeah, I've been working hard today. You know, a Star Wars, out, Toy Star Story, Wars, Toy Story Land. <laughs> and you could have heard a pin drop, and and he realized that he was like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> totally laid out like the five year plan, <laughs> right there on you know, the table. Or maybe he did that on purpose. I don't know, but yeah. he played it off like it was a mistake. Yeah. So. Okay, uh, coming up in a couple of weeks, October 12th, we're going to have a Skyliner crawl. Now, our intention was to go to the Art of Animation, uh, and Disney's put a squash on that. So uh, we are going to meet at the Hollywood Studios right uh, near the entrance to the Skyliner. Uh, I, th- I think there's like a bench right there. We'll meet right by that bench, and then we'll uh, partake. Uh, all the uh, resorts are now on a hard close. If you don't have a, a room reservation or a dining reservation, you cannot go into Pop, Art, or Caribbean. So uh, we are going to move this over, and our start will be at the studios, and we'll go do our thing uh, from there. Uh, don't forget, on November 2nd, we have an event with Derek Johnson, uh, creator of Candlelight Processional and the Voices of Liberty. We're going to meet at the Boathouse at 1 p.m. It's going to start at 1 p.m. You want to get there a little bit early. You will need a ticket for this event. This is a ticketed event. Uh, you're going to get to hear Derek speak like he can only do. Uh, you'll get his book, and uh, that's included. And go to Eventbrite or our Facebook page. Uh, to get tickets and then on december 7th at 7 p.m we are going to make our annual christmas crawl hopefully the monorails are working uh we're going to start at the outer rim and then circle on and the the new feature will be the enchanted rose lounge yeah baby that'd be nice yeah so nice that's so nice it's so nice Oh, uh, right. that'd be great yeah so hey over at the studios uh disney announced that they're creating a mickey's shorts theater not like his shorts but his movies the shorts mm-hmm. uh and that is coming to studios the folks at disney hollywood studios are wo- uh, working on welcoming guests uh into the wacky world of the mickey mouse uh cartoon shorts when mickey and minnie's runaway railway opens uh next year uh, and I think cast members got a, or a handful of cast members got a preview of that recently too. Mm. Uh, but we're, I'm 
sure sworn to secrecy because there's nothing yeah. on the internet after it. Uh, just announced that the more zany adventures are on their way. A reimagined venue will open this spring in the theater district. I love that they're calling this now the theater district. And will be called the Mickey's Shorts Theater. Uh, Disney hasn't announced specifics yet on what the features will be, uh, but they are asking guests to stay tuned, get it tuned, <laughs> to find out more. Uh, so we got confirmation that this is going to be in uh, the old Star Wars Path of the Jedi Theater. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, just down yonder a little bit. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. I thought they were going to put this in the Cars Theater since they just killed Cars off. The Lightning yeah. McQueen show. Mm. Been nice knowing you. Lightning McQueen, we barely knew you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So we are, as we're recording this, we are 28 minutes away from the beginning of the last ever performance of Illuminations, Reflections of Earth. <sighs> and uh, for those of you who can't make it, uh, down to uh, Disney uh, tomorrow for the very first performance of Epcot Forever for a limited time only. That's right. Uh, Disney has decided they're going to stream it, which is great. Uh, they've announced for the first performance of the new nighttime spectacular Epcot Forever, they will live stream it on October 1st of 2019. The live stream will be featured on Disney Parks blog website beginning at 8.50 uh, Eastern time. So you've got 10 minutes of pre-show yeah. advertisement and uh, propaganda. I mean, right. excitement uh, as previously announced Epcot forever will feature some of the park's most beloved attraction theme songs from throughout its history, choreographed special effects, kites, fireworks, lasers, and lighting will also be employed during the limited time nighttime show. Illuminations reflections of earth will have its last performance as we record tonight. September 30th, moment of silence for illuminations. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's a long time coming, man. Yeah. 20 years is a long a, time. Yeah, it's a long run. That's a long run. Yeah. It's a great show. I'm sad. I'm not sad. I want to see something new. I didn't want to see something in between something new. Yeah. You know, just get to the lovely thing, harmonious, <laughs> you know. All right, talk about uh, Catherine Powell, president of Disney Parks Western Region. Uh, so we have here that it's been reported that Catherine Powell, president of Disney Parks Western Region, has left the company. I think she was told to leave the company. Her position, which oversaw operations at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and Disneyland Paris, has been eliminated. Uh, the heads of these uh, three parks will now report directly to Bob. Chairman of the Parks Experiences and Consumer Products. I don't have it on. Yeah. No, hang on. Go ahead. You keep talking. <laughs> Powell was uh, with the Walt Disney World Company for 15 years and oversaw the opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. She also oversaw the construction of the new attraction in Disneyland Paris. And she lost. Lauded for having uh, reinvigorated the park, uh, Powell moderated uh, the inspiring women behind Star Wars Galaxy Edge panel at D23 Anaheim just last month. So <laughs> Thank you for your beloved 15 years of service, but there's the door. There's the door. <laughs> Didn't even get the gold watch. Yeah. Yeah, and I think some articles, uh, some news outlets were saying that uh, they're they're pinning the attendance issues on on this poor boy, uh, specifically for Galaxy's Edge and Disney World and Disneyland, but pinning it on this this poor woman. Not that Bob or Bob or anybody else had anything to do with that. Just this yeah. one person was yeah. solely responsible for all of our attendance issues. Right. She's the one that said, hey, let's build it in such a way that the yeah. traditional Star Wars fans won't want to come. And then market it in such a way that we'll tell everybody, just don't come. And then we're going to open it with just one attraction so nobody will want to come. Right. Uh, she had – that was all her. So yeah. let's just rag on Catherine, yeah. shall we? Yeah. That is sarcasm, boys and girls. 
Um, I love corporate crap. That's why I don't work for a corporation. I work for a small business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dates have been announced for the 2020. Hang on. Give me a second, kids. (laughs) Dates have been announced now for the 2020 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. Yep. (laughs) It's that time. Uh, beautiful blooms, whiz- whimsical topia. I'm telling you, man, this is the same copy from last year. Oh yes. Uh, beautiful blooms, whimsical topiaries, and tasty treats are headed our way for the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, and Disney has just announced the official date. Sit back and relax. Are you ready? March fourth, March, April, May to June first. Of 2020. 2020 will be the festival's 27th year and the longest running Epcot festival. It's known for its themed topiaries, gardens, and outdoor kitchens throughout the park. The horticulture team at Epcot, introducing a brand new Remy topiary, will be the centerpiece of the new Ratatouille garden in the France Pavilion. The new garden will be planted with the vegetables that are used in a Ratatouille recipe. Guests will also find their favorite returning character topiaries, including Snow White, Elsa and Anna, Belle and Beast, Mickey, Minnie, Miss Piggy, and Kermit. So yeah, we're all, it's September 30th and now we're talking about the festival of uh flowers and gardens. <laughs> Why not? It's unbelievable. Let's uh let's get it on. And the beat goes on. Um, all right, uh raise your hand if you signed up for a Disney Plus uh streaming service. Anybody? Everybody? Anybody? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? All right. Uh, so early enrollment is now available for any human. Uh, we're past the D, uh, D23. We're past the movie club. We're on to everybody else. Uh, so fans can now pre-order Disney Plus, the new streaming service that is set to a launch on November 12th and will undoubtedly crash the Internet. Squash it like a bug. <laughs> I hope Just like you're trying to do with that net. Yeah, I hope they're... Working on a redundancy and a backup plan. Uh, monthly and annual subscriptions are now available for those folks that would like to sign up and receive a seven-day trial uh, to experience Disney Plus for free when it premieres. As previously announced, prices are six ninety-nine a month or six ninety-nine per year. Now they also have a bundle that includes Disney Plus. ESPN Plus and Hulu with ads is also available for $12.99 a month. All right. Uh, the Disney Plus streaming service will include classic pro- programming from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic now. Plus, during its first year, Disney Plus is set to, to release 25 original series, and 10 new films, including The Mandalorian and Lady and the Tramp. Disney Plus will be available on a selection of gaming consoles, streaming media players, smart TVs. Uh, Subscribers will have the ability to set up seven different profiles and view four concurrent streams. So that means everybody in the house could be watching something different, <laughs> all from the right. same couch. <laughs> Little Jimmy, be quiet. Go watch your own stream. Yeah, right. Uh, subscribers can cancel anytime during the seven-day trial. Following the seven-day uh, free trial, Disney Plus will automatically renew. Mm. So I am very curious to see how this works out because we have Hulu Plus already. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting off that. and I hate it. Uh, you know, I'm curious why I'm paying $50 a month and I'm still watching things with ads in them, but that's another question for the other day. But if I wanted to get Hulu plus as part of this Disney package, Mm. which Hulu am I getting? Am I downgrading? 
Yeah. Uh, I need to get Hulu live. I got to see my live stuff. So yeah. trying to figure all that out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, so. I'm getting off. I had uh, three problems last week and all they keep telling me is uninstall it, reinstall it. That, mm. wh- what are you, Microsoft? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the way things work in my house. What, what are you, Skype? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm going back to PlayStation View. So. Wow. All right. I uh I'm out. I'm out. And the 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 live guide for Hulu is horrific. Yeah, it's it not is great. The worst piece of garbage technology ever created. Good choice. <laughs> by Good choice a non Disney company that's now a Disney company. There you go. <laughs> uh, it makes and- the my experience app look like it's a great app. Oh my god, that's saying <laughs> something right there. Uh, wow. Uh. Wow, people are saying in the chat room, don't make it live, it's a waste of money. Well, what do you suggest then? <laughs> and don't say direct TV, the AT&T thing is the worst. Than, anyway, anyway, so uh, moving on, uh, Walt Disney World Resort uh, is going to be introducing hundreds of plant-based menu items. Dirt booth. <laughs> now, I would like to know the thought behind this. Are they, are the, are the governing overlords of society getting us ready for no meat ever? We're only going to be able to eat plant-based food. Is that what the alien overlords are, are wanting for us? I'm going to bring my own meat then. <laughs> no comment, but I've got jokes. Uh, the Walt Disney world resort has announced that all of their major quick service and table service restaurants throughout the theme parks, and resort hotels will soon offer plant-based menu items. In addition, a new menu icon will be added to menu so the guests can easily be able to tell which items are and which items are not plant-based. <coughs> guests will have over You know what icon they're using? Uh, tree? No, they're using the uh, little leaf from Wally. Oh, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Guests will have over 400 sweet and savory items to choose from, including many new dishes beginning October 1st at quick service locations and October 3rd at table service locations. These fun and flavorful options are made from plant-based ingredients like vegetables, fruits, grains, nuts, seeds, and legumes. Uh, and are all made without animal meat, dairy, eggs, or honey. Uh, for comfort food classics to exciting new dishes for the adventurer in all of us, everyone will find something to delight their taste buds. Uh-huh. Uh, sure. Here's just a small sample of what's coming. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, steamed Asian dumplings from La Cellier at Epcot. Uh, plant-based meat dumplings served with bok choy, Chinese long beans, uh, red, uh, yeah. Uh, Shiriki noodle salad from the Jungle Navigation Company Limited. Skipper Canteen at the Magic Kingdom, the longest named restaurant on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Felucian garden spread from Docking Bay 7, uh, which is the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge uh, food. Uh, chili spiced crispy fried tofu bowl from Satuli Canteen at Animal Kingdom. That's in the world of Pandora. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a plant-based cashew cheesecake from California Grill at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Uh, additionally, the plant-based menu icon uh, and many new plant-based options are coming to the Disneyland Resort, which you would think would actually had started and then come over here. But no. Uh, that's going to be happening in spring of 2020. Isn't cheesecake a non-meat item to begin with? Why do you have to make it out of cashews? Uh, because they don't want to use any dairy and they don't want to use anything. That's not made from a plant. Then you're going vegan. Well, they're making the cheesecake. It's a dairy is a natural product. It's not a meat, right? Don't argue. (laughs) I'm not going to argue. I don't know. Uh, I will say this. I have been to uh, one of the new resorts uh, concierge level, mm. and they were serving a plant-based meatball as a little taster thingy. Mm-hmm. And it was ridiculously great. Mm. Uh, I could not tell the difference. I loved it. Mm. I thought it was awesome. Uh, I think this is where they're going to get you, you know. Mm. 
They're going to get you, you used. Do you think they were using like impossible beef or maybe? Was, yeah. I don't know. Mm. But the thing is, and, and here's, here's the dirty little secret. I'll say this. Uh-oh. My lovely wife, Park Hopper Sid went vegan for several years. Mm. The few times she would try to eat meat, she got violently ill because her system had, you know, compensated for the vegetables and was not used to the meat. I think this is one of those weird backwards uh, ways that the government is trying to wean us off of meat because we'll all be sick if we eat meat after we go plant based. Mm. That's just me being a conspiracy theorist. Okay. Uh, then you don't want to see the video of the robots doing gymnastics. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Including the – when yeah, he nails the, the flip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm well, saying he – when the um, object nails the flip. <laughs> our robot overlords will graciously allow us to eat plant-based food. That's it, all we'll get. Yeah. Oh, they shouldn't care. They're made out of uh, machine parts. What do they care? Mm-hmm. What the hell we eat? Kill yourself. Yeah. We want to take over anyway. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, so there is uh, some concern that uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party uh, is not selling at the rate and speed of its predecessors. What? <laughs> yeah. There's only been a couple of sellout dates, and uh, typically, you know, once we start getting to October, they seem to be selling out, and they are not. So this prompted Disney to put some uh, impromptu sales kiosks all over the place, specifically in all the deluxe resorts around the Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Uh, People close to the Magic Kingdom might want to buy a ticket and go to the show. (laughs) Um, So far, the 2019 uh, edition of the Halloween party has only sold out three dates, uh, which is about average for this time of year, but... Uh, Sales have been considered slow enough for Disney to add these sales kiosks at the Contemporary Resort, Disney's Polynesian Resort, and Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. And I even saw it at Art of Animation. Not the kiosk, but they had signs literally all over the lobby. Oh, yeah. I've seen them. You know, go, come, boo to you. Let's boo this. Yeah. Uh, the resorts are targeted, uh, obviously, because they have an average, a higher average uh, per night rate than other hotels, obviously, around that area. Uh, according to cast members at the kiosks, uh, this is a limited time pilot program to see if they can sell more tickets uh, to get guests uh, at the three area resorts. In addition, the kiosks are there are child size walk in photo ops uh, near the kiosk, so you can go take a quick picture. Uh, there are also A-frame advertisements at all the bus stops, which I also took a, a gander at. Uh, we also, uh, I also spotted some stuff around the uh, Halloween party at Caribbean Beach, obviously, uh, and Art of Animation was the other place I saw it. So I think they're trying to uh, sell some tickets. I think this goes back to you don't have to go to, like, to get a park ticket nowadays, you don't have to go to a booth, right? You can right. get it on your app. You just go to guest relations, go here. When, when the app works, yes. Yeah. So uh, there's nobody, there's not a person to upsell you anymore and say, hey, you just bought a ticket to the park today. If you want to stay later, you know, buy the Halloween ticket. You know, we can give you this or that. You know, here's a special price for the two. So there's nobody to upsell you, you know. So right. they have to have these kiosks with people now to try and do that. Okay, so I am single-handedly going to share the secret. So everybody listening, everybody watching live, come closer. Go, no, come here. No, come here. Hang on, come here. Lower the prices. <laughs> Problem solved. Dear, what's that guy's name? James, Tom? Dear, dear, whoever the next, I can't say what I'm thinking. The the next person to come in and do this crazy job. If you want to sell more tickets, lower the ticket prices so you can sell more tickets. Yeah. Yeah. If, if If you've outpriced yourself, 
then lower the prices. <laughs> and Disney is continually pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. Mm-hmm. And and they've got to a point now where it's just like, I don't know if I want to spend $125 for a a five or six hour experience when I could pay the same price and have all day mm-hmm. on on a regular park ticket day. That yeah. just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. As as it shouldn't a normal thinking person. But well, because it's Disney, woo girl. They they kind of did what you said, John. They came up with that, you know, that half day ticket that now that you can go at noon. Right. <laughs> you know, oh, you can't afford a whole day. Well, we'll give you a half a day. <laughs> right. But the thing is, if they want to sell more tickets to the Merry, Very Merry or the mm-hmm. Not So Scary, which they're going to have problems with Very Merry probably if they're having problems with Halloween, mm-hmm. lower the ticket prices. Don't, yeah. don't say it's a buck and a quarter for this event. Mm-hmm. Say it's a buck. Say it's a hundred bucks. Right. That's that, more, Let me ask you a question. At a hundred dollars for regular park ticket for for the very merry Christmas party or the not so scary. Mm-hmm. If you got your pass holder discount and it was ninety six dollars, right. would you be more apt to go as opposed to the hundred and ten dollars you're having to pay now? Uh, no, I told you the thing I'd like to do is the uh, Disney at Dark more often. I would do that more often. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm with you on that. But as an average Because pass- it's less people. <laughs> yeah. And I get free ice cream. <laughs> okay. Well, as an average pass holder, yeah. the logic dictates that they would probably be more apt to do that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's what I... Yeah, I, I, I mean, for pass holders, I think they can go a little bit better on the discount. You know, yeah, and I and, and I think you know if somebody is buying a, a ticket, the app should prompt them, hey, just to let you know, your day is going to end at six o'clock because you're going to have to get out for the Halloween. If you want to stay in the Magic Kingdom longer, you know, buy the Halloween ticket. You know, prompt right. them is something, you know, right? Know. Or even when they're checking into the resort, the person checking them into the resort should be trying to sell them a Halloween party tickets. Right. Absolutely. You know? Uh, okay. Let's move on before we pop a aneurysm. Uh, uh, character meet and greets are changing at the Magic Kingdom starting October 1st. So tomorrow, as we record this, uh, since January 18th, uh, Mickey and Minnie have been meeting guests from all around the world in their surprise celebration outfits at Town Square Theater. But uh, that's coming into an end today. Uh, and with that comes some character changes at the Magic Kingdom. So Mickey Mouse, starting October 1st, uh, will go back to meet and greet in his magician's outfit at the Town Square Theater. Uh, Minnie Mouse, you can find her alongside Daisy, Donald, and Goofy on October 1st and 2nd at the Calliope Tent near the Walt Disney World Railroad Station at Storybrook Circus. Starting October 3rd, she will return to Pete's Silly Sideshow with her mini Magnifique outfit. Pluto, you can find roaming around Storybrooke Circus in the morning, so make sure to stop uh, stop him and say hi and take a quick picture if you see him, if you can. Uh, <laughs> he will also meet guests during the afternoon at the Calliope Tent uh, beginning October 1st. Mm-hmm. Chip and Dale, you can catch the uh, dynamic chipmunk duo around Frontierland in the morning or head over to Splash Mountain Exit in the afternoon to get a picture starting October 1st. And our favorites, Anastasia, Drizella, and the Fairy Godmother, starting October 1st, you can find them meeting guests at the, meeting guests at the Castle Archway next to the Pinocchio Village House. Nice. Lots of There you there. go. Yeah, lots, lots of changes. Let's uh, shuffle all the characters around. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, impressions of Defense is temporarily closing October second for a refurbishment uh, over at Epcot. As Epcot continues to transition, uh, temporary closures are inevitable. Uh, to prepare for the new Beauty and the Beast sing along announced at the expo. Uh, the cinema, home of the gorgeous impression de France, will temporarily be closed October 2nd to accommodate for the installation of a new digital projection system. Uh, this uh, also in addition to the new exhibit in the pre-show lobby. 
during this time, guests will not be able to enjoy Impressions de France, nor experience the Agent P World Showcase adventure mm. elements uh, present in the lobby. Uh, this will not affect other Agent P adventure areas. Uh, there is no set date uh, for the closure. Until then, you'll just have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, if you fly over on the uh, skyline, you can definitely see the Ratatouille building and the uh, crepery and all the construction that's going on there. Which is that's really cool. right. Very that's cool. right. Yep. That's awesome. Uh, so is the Disney Plus streaming service cooking show Be Our Chef? A winning dish. What a great question. Be our uh, chef, but our system is dead. I'll read this copy and then I'm going to make some comments that are probably going to get me in, in jail. Oh boy. Have you ever dreamed of having your own special dish you'd love to prepare at home served at one of Walt Disney World's many world-class restaurants? This dream uh, will be a reality for the winner of a new cooking game show on Disney Plus called Be Our Chef. Uh, Be Our Chef is one of the original shows coming to Disney Plus, and we have some more information that we'd like to share with you. Uh, Be Our Chef is a cooking reality competition show that will have families competing in Disney-themed cooking challenges. Hmm. In each episode, two families will participate in themed challenges based on the family's traditions and the magic of Disney. And at the end of the competition, the finalist will be asked to create a dish that represents their family through a Disney lens. Uh, There's a lot of pressure in this, though, because the winner's magical food creation will become a signature dish or treat that will actually be served at Walt Disney World. Be Our Chef is hosted by Angelica Kinsey, best known for playing Angela on The Office. Awkward. Mm-hmm. Kinsey is no stranger to cooking shows as she hosts the Baking with Josh and Angie YouTube channel with her husband. Judges have not been announced, nor has a start date, though we've heard rumors it could debut as early as spring of 2020. Huh. Let me say this, and then I'll just take the heat for it. All right. Uh, two things. One, I hate cooking competition shows. <laughs> and uh, two... Do we really need a cooking competition show on the Disney Plus streaming app? Uh, probably not. It's a whole network called the Food yeah. Network. <laughs> and, and the Food Channel. Yeah. And the Cooking right. Channel. And the Cooking Channel. Yeah. And Destination America. Yeah. And all the different cooking shows they have all over the friggin' mm-hmm. place. Yeah. And Disney's got to get in on that. I totally understand that. So, mm-hmm. and, and then here's a third question that I'd like to ask. We're going to have this person or family create a dish that's going to be served at Walt Disney World, right? Yes. <laughs> that's the part that I'm weirded out. Like, really? What? <laughs> so I, I go to Wolfgang Puck, and now they're serving a dish that Steve Smith over here uh, put together. Is he a chef? No, he won a, a, a cooking competition. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to... Uh, like mac and cheese with hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now being served at the Plaza restaurant on Main Street. <laughs> <laughs> or at Casey's Corner. <laughs> yeah, that might work at Casey's Corner. But I I am not the person that would get behind this. My wife might really dig it. I mm. just think it's not a great idea. But yeah. that's just me personally. I mean, I don't mind a good game show, but I, I don't I don't uh, the winner's food does not need to be uh made at, at Disney World. <laughs> Yeah, especially um, if they're going all plant based, <laughs> you know, I'm going to start go, I'm going to go on and start making ribs and hamburgers and uh, filet mignons <laughs> just to throw a monkey wrench in their whole plant based yeah. menu. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> all right. What uh, what do we have coming up now, boss? How about some? Headline, Headline news. news. And now the headline news. <laughs> or we've gotten to a day and age where most people have no idea what that comes from. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, starting off, uh, Disney and PlayStation View, where I'm going back, agreed to expand their distribution deal. So they're going to, uh, you know, some of the Fox stuff they acquired, they're going to uh, put on PlayStation View, which was not originally on PlayStation View. Good for them. Uh, Malena Leon is replacing India on Eat to the Beat concert schedule. So apparently, oh my god, I have so, no idea who either of those people. Yeah. Are. So apparently, <laughs> there were some changes on. The, listen, I think the lineup this year is terrible. When they said India was coming to Epcot, I yeah. thought they meant like as a yeah country as yeah. a as a, a, a pavilion, but apparently yeah. they. They meant yeah. the artist. Yep. Uh, there is a new Chef Figment Funko Pop that was released uh, the other day. It is out there. I've seen people already get the grubby little mitts on them. Mm. Uh, new Disney and Vera Bradley collection will be available September 26th at Disney Springs and most likely will create a very long line. Because those things seem to go pretty quickly. Nice. The Tenya Stone Spa is coming to Disney's Grand California Hotel. I guess they don't have senses, right? That's our spas. Mm-hmm. I guess they they got their own thing there. Uh, well, Thursday you'll be able to see this, John, over yep. the Grand Testino uh, Tower Lobby. Uh, they installed a new color package, color lighting package. Nice. So all the stuff in the lobby now has changing colors and stuff. So it gave, gives a whole <laughs> new sparkle and shine. I hope they added it to the uh, the columns that go all the way down to the to the Barcelona lounge because oh, I, it just it made sense that they should do that anyway. Yeah, I'm not sure <laughs> if that was part of it. Like all the stuff behind the uh, desk. Uh, and then uh, the walls by the elevators and things all got a new uh, uh, yeah. landing package. Yeah. Uh, your other uh, favorite place over at Sanaa, uh, they put up construction walls. So now you don't see anything except for construction walls. <laughs> no more zebra butt for me. No more zebra butt, muse butt, mule butt, giraffe butt, nothing. Nothing no but butts. nothing no but butts. green scrim. That's right. <laughs> nothing but no CM. Yep. Uh, they also have gotten, I, I think it opens tomorrow. Uh, the new Odyssey Pavilion unveiled the uh, new Epcot uh, trash cans, new signage, new paint. Mm. Uh, I think they're going to, uh, some cast members already got a preview of the new, I don't know what they're calling it, the Epcot Imagineering Center or whatever. I forgot what they're calling that place. But you'll be able to actually go and see the entire model of what Epcot 2.0 is going to look like. So that's good. Uh, if you are a Disney Broadway fanatic, uh, Disney and Broadway is now celebrating 25 years of magic with a benefit concert. I believe it's going to happen in New York. And all old and new Broadway show people will be performing. So if you got the money and you got the time, that's uh, probably pretty high on your uh, bucket list. Yeah, that's going to be pretty amazing. Yeah, I would love to go see it. I, I, I'm going to dig around and see if I can find tickets. Uh, Mickey's of Hollywood uh, reopened. That is uh, at the studios on the left-hand side, if you're walking towards uh, the Chinese theater, left-hand side. Uh, that's the one in the front. The other one uh, opened up. Keystone Clothier op- opened up already. That's got all Star Wars stuff in it. Uh, and it... It really looks fantastic. I think they did a great job. Um, nice, uh, hardwood-looking floors and new fixtures, everything. Uh, we spoke about this uh, Saturday. Uh, Heidi Klum's Disney Park designer ears dropped the other day for $600. $600. For a pair of ears that John, you're going John, to wear. can you get me a pair for Christmas? Tony, I would get you anything, but I won't do that <laughs> for six hundred dollars. And I saw a picture; they are not that spectacular for six hundred bucks. Well, Heidi Klum is a model; she's not mm-hmm. a designer. Yeah, yeah. I know, Harley. I know. Yeah. I feel the same way, bro. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, Deborah Chow is now named the director for untitled Obi-Wan Kenobi series uh, for Disney+. Plus. I have no idea what she's done. All right. Well, but I'm very excited about the uh, the new Obi Wan Kenobi series. Well, you know what she's gonna do now. <laughs> she's gonna make Obi Wan a woman. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just kidding, kids. We're just playing, poking a little fun. Yeah. Um, hey, there's new uh, Mickey and Minnie plush. They got these. I guess they're about six inch, six inch Minnie and Minnie dressed as pilgrims, which they Dude, usually that's, don't that's do. A foot. This is six inches. Well, then maybe it's a foot. <laughs> Typical guy. That's six inches. I caught a fish this big. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, they look cute. Um, they don't do a lot of Thanksgiving stuff with the characters, so it's very interesting that they're putting these plush out. Nice. Maybe they got our cue last year when we did our shirt. Uh, and uh, over at Disney Springs uh, by... Uh, what's her name? Kenna's dirt shop uh there's a new orange bird inspired wall that uh, oh. you can insta photo it was they hand took... painted oh it was not like a sticker i actually nice. saw a picture of a guy with a car painting hand painting wow. this wall yeah. is this the wall that used to just have like really cool disney springs logo on it yeah i think so i think so yeah of all the walls why did they paint over one cool <laughs> wall they already had <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Uh, what's her name? Uh, what is that woman that has that vegan? The the, the cupcake place? Yeah. I, I don't know. Something McKenna. Ellen McKenna, Barney McKenna. Yeah, let's Marie go with McKenna. that. Whatever. Anyway. The, Ms. The, McKenna. The dirt bakery, as I call it. <laughs> all right, that's it. That is all the news that's fit to be yelled out. Through this ah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Well, hey, everybody, we want to encourage you to come find us over on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all at the Disney Parks Podcast. You can also find us on the Twitter at Disney Podcaster. Make sure you come over to DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can check out all of our show uh, archives as well as our blog posts, links to our amazing sponsors like our good friends, Destinations to Travel. And make sure you go to DisneyParks.com. Excuse me, DisneyParksPodcast.com slash uh, the letter D, the number two, travel and sign up to get a, a, someone from Destination to Travel to contact you about your next amazing uh, trip. And uh, let's see, am I missing anything else? Oh, yeah, sign up for our newsletter. Uh, we would love to have you there. And then finally, if you like what we do and you want to support the Disney Parks Podcast, go to Patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. And as we like to say here – if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company.